Hi, this is Julianne. Welcome back to Life, Edit, and Design. Today we are talking about the first of a four-part series on how to pick your planner um, and kind of how to use a planner because a lot of people buy them and never use them. I am releasing this video a little bit earlier than planner season, so most people start to go out and buy their planners um, in early December and then definitely in January, but by January, you know, the selection's a little picked over. So I'm releasing this series early because what I'm hoping is that you will listen to this series, a four-part series, so once a week for four weeks, and I'll catch you before you go buy your planner so that you have a chance to think through this whole process, these four different points that I wanna go through before you buy your planner. Because what happens is you go to the store, you look at all the planners out there, maybe you go to Barnes and Nobles or Michaels, and you look at the couple of styles they have, or the many styles, Barnes and Nobles, I know has a lot of styles, and you're like, okay, this one's pretty, I'll take this one. And there's a lot that goes into picking your planner and, and a lot of things you need to do before you pick your planner. So that's my goal for you today is before you rush out, buy a planner that's gonna wind up gathering dust. We do a little bit of the thinking process beforehand. So even if you're not ready to buy your planner and you're getting these videos a little bit early, that's okay. I want you to be thinking first and then purchasing second. So you'll have a better idea of what to purchase from listening to these videos. So in today's video, we are starting with the why and the what. Very, very simple. Why do you want a planner? I mean, most people just are like, you have a fuzzy idea, like, you know, my appointments are all over the place, or I've seen so many pretty pictures on Instagram and I wanna have one of those too, or they just look so pretty in the store, I want one. So you might be attracted to a planner or the idea of a planner, but you haven't really thought about why. And that's what we wanna start with. And we're gonna go through a couple different reasons why you wanna have a planner. And the why and the what are very tied together. So let's start off with that. So why would you get a planner? There's kind of, I come up with about six, seven basic categories. So the first one is kind of the most obvious one, right? You have some to-dos and some appointments and you wanna keep track of them. And that's the most, probably the most basic reason people get a planner. They have appointments all over the place, appointments over a stretch of a month, or maybe you, know, you go to the doctor's appointment and you make an appointment year out, you want places to store that, and you know you have to do, so you just have lists and lists of to-dos and you don't want post-it notes all over the place. So number one reason people buy a planner is to track appointments and to-dos. Okay, very basic, and that might be one of your reasons, but let's go into some of the other reasons because you might not be aware that these are different reasons and that these reasons require different tools. So the second one is a goal or a project. So you may have a planner in mind because you wanna lose weight. Um, so you want, you're thinking a fitness plan or something like that, or you wanna do, um, I don't know, you read more, or you have a business that you wanna get started, or you're doing a blog or a podcast. So you have a goal or a project and you have a plan, you wanna get a planner for that. Those are the types of planners that I typically do in um, Life Edit and Design. They're more goals and projects. I don't really do dated planners, but they're very different. They have different purposes. So a dated planner is tracking your minutes, your hours, your to-dos, but a goal and a project planner can look very, very different. And what happens is people try to push these two together into one. And because they have different purposes, people start to get confused and lost. And we're gonna go through that, so don't feel like, don't be worried about that. But I just want you to know that those are different planners, different purposes, need a slightly different layout to get them to work. So those are two um, of the main reasons, the goals or projects and the to-dos and appointments. So those are the two most common reasons, but let's, let's look at some of the other reasons. Um, when you go onto on Instagram, what you're seeing is more of an artistic expression a lot of people who plan 
and especially the people who take pictures of their planners, are really doing them for artistic expression. They love the stickers. You know, the happy planner is their, their mothership because they love to play with color. They want their planner to be pretty. They like fun quotes and inspiration and colors. That is what you see on Instagram. But that might not be your reason at all for picking up a planner. Or you might think, if I'm going to plan, I have to be one of these planner girls who uses stickers. Totally, totally different. Your appointments don't necessarily need stickers. So when you look, go, you know, go on Instagram and actually pay attention to what's on the page of these people who do artistic planning. And you'll see there's very, very few to-dos and appointments. They, they may be tracking one appointment or two or three to-dos on a day. They're not really using their planner to organize their life as much as they're creating something of beauty. So if you see things like before the pen and after the pen, that's somebody who's creating for artistic expression. They love to do the stickers, the colors, the organizing that way. They're not necessarily trying to work through a project or meet a goal, and they're not really trying to wrangle their schedule because they've taken up so much room with stickers, how could you? So people come to a planning with the wrong idea because of what they're seeing out in the world. You know, the most visual part of the planning world are these Instagram posts, which are just beautiful. But that may not be you, and that's not a reason to get into planning unless you're really into artistic expression. If that's your thing, great. There's a ton of products for you, and there's a ton of ways and inspiration for you to do that. But a lot of people who come to planning get overwhelmed because their planner page isn't pretty and they give up. But that wasn't why you got into it. So I want you to be thinking. So now we have three reasons. We have the to-dos and the, the, the appointments. We have the goals and the projects. And artistic expression is its own form of planning and it requires a kind of a different planner than these other two. Another type that you will see is the student and teacher planner. Now these are pretty self-explanatory, right? They, they have a very specific goal. The teacher needs to organize her lessons and keep track of what she's doing and the assignments she's giving out. The students need to keep track of their classes and the assignments that they're, they're being given. Very easy to wrap your head around, very functional. So, but if you're somebody else who you know, doesn't have assignments or doesn't run a classroom, these planners don't work for you, right? So you might go into the store and be looking at and go, oh, that looks so pretty, but it has nothing to do with you. So unless you're a student or a teacher, you don't need one of these types of planners. So, oops, sorry, Cookie saying hello. Cookie, honey. So another kind is a faith planner. And these are a little bit harder to find, but you will find them. I know um, um, Happy Planner does have a faith planner series, and some other, there's some others with a faith planner in there. And these, again, are for people to express or to deepen their connection to their faith. So they're using this maybe to study a verse, a quote, um, you know, a passage, and they're reflecting on it, and they want to have that more of like a daily practice. So they're looking, they're approaching things very differently, right? So a faith planner is not one you would be tracking your to-dos and your appointments. You would be tracking maybe some of your inspirations, some of your observations and reflections from a religious sense, maybe following a text, maybe not, but really your, your mind is in a very different spot. You're not thinking about to-dos and checklists and all that. You're thinking about how to deepen your faith and your connection and how you're living your faith very very different style planner another kind is the um the journal style planner and again this is where people start to get confused if you want a journal in a planner so it's a daily system and maybe you don't want a whole lot of space you're looking for a very different planner than somebody who's tracking appointments and again people go into the store and they might wind up picking something that's more of a journal and try to do the appointments in there their to-dos in there and it just doesn't work so 
you have to really be thinking about what you want to do. So if you want to journal more about how was my day, but you don't want to buy a plain old journal, you want it something that's more like a day planner and you're recording your day, maybe your moods, your, you know, how was the weather and you want to see how the two interact. That's a different style journal. That's one with more lines and not really an appointment style where you have the hours of the day. Again, if you don't know what you're going for, you can wind up with the wrong type of journal and you wind up buying something that's pretty, but doesn't actually fit your purpose. And the last kind of journal that we're going to talk about today, or not journal, but um, planner, is the memory keeper. And the memory keeping is its own kind of crazy. And I'm hoping that it's something I can wrap my head around in the future because I really want to do that. It's one of my goals for the, for the new year is to get into that kind of um, planning, which is more the memory keeper. So those are the people that are putting a lot of pictures in, small snippets of journaling. Um, they're, do, they're really kind of telling the story of their life, of their week, of their month. And that's a different kind of uh, planner, right? They're not really tracking appointments. You might see them jot something down, but it's because they want to reflect on it or there's a picture that relates to it. You know, maybe it's a picnic in the park with friends and then they're taking pictures and they're journaling about how great it was or maybe copying the menu that they put in the picnic basket or something like that. Very different kinds of journaling. So as you see, or excuse me, not journaling, but um, planning. So you can see that if you don't know why and what you're putting in your planner, when you walk into the store, you could get a total mismatch because you thought the cover was pretty. And that's not what you want. So you need to be thinking about why you want to plan and what you're going to put in your planner. So if you want to get more organized, then you have to think about, okay, am I organizing my to-dos? Is that it? I have lists all over the place. Am I organizing a project? Do I have this big goal that might take me all year and I want to use a planner to keep me on track? If that's the case, you probably don't want to blend it in with your to-dos and your appointments because you're going to lose focus, right? You get into a planner and you're thinking stickers and you're thinking checkboxes and all of a sudden you're so fuzzy and you look at this planner and you're huh, I don't know what to do with this thing. And that is why you have the planner graveyards, right? In your house you have the stack of planners that you bought because they were pretty and you were so excited and you used them for a month and then they just sat there because you tried to either do too many things or you just weren't even sure why you were planning other than it was pretty. And that, that's one of the things about planning is they are pretty. And the idea of being organized is so great. That's why they sell so many storage containers and so many decluttering courses. The idea of being organized and efficient is so great, but when it comes down to it, it doesn't seem as easy. And it really is easy. You just need to go through some of these steps first, think it through and understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. So I wanna give you, you know, so you might be thinking, okay, I got these six categories, I'm gonna pick my one category and go with it. And I wanna show you how this kind of falls apart and how people get really confused and how we're not going to get confused going forward. But let's say you are facing a health challenge, right? So you um, are dealing with either an illness or an injury and you wanna track all your appointments and the to-dos related to doctor's visits and things you might have to do, scripts you might have to pick up, things like that. So you have appointments and to-dos, but you also want to so kind of take photographs of your journey and tell the story of how you're recovering from this, this illness or this injury. And you really wanna have some snippets and before and after photos and really show your progression. And you also wanna journal because you wanna go through your experiences and you wanna capture your good days and your bad days. And you wanna kind of go through that so that when you look back, you can say, hey, I used to be here, but now I'm here. And so you want that whole big picture of your recovering from your illness. Well, we just crossed three different topics, right? We have the goal project getting better, we have the disease, we have the journaling, and we have the, maybe the scrapbooking, the memory keeping. So actually that's four, four different things. And you're like, 
huh, well, what do I do with that? That's, am I gonna have four different journals? That's why it's so hard to wrap your head around something that really should be so simple, right? What do I do when I have something like that where I need to go or I have a desire to track all of this stuff? And so that's why I want you to be thinking is, okay, you don't want four different books, right? That would drive you nuts. But does everything have to be in one planner? Or can you be hybrid in different ways? So maybe you have a journal that's your illness journal, sure. But maybe your appointments go online and your to-dos go online. And so you have a paper journal and your to-dos are online and then you decide to scrapbook and take some of those journal pages and insert them into your scrapbook, something like that. So it's not so black and white. You might wanna do faith journaling, but you also wanna track your appointments and you're like, hmm, how do I put these all together? So the first thing I would tell you to do is do a brain dump. <laughs> what do you wanna accomplish? What are all the things you wanna do with a planner? And then start to look at go, well, which ones need to be on paper in this book and which ones could I maybe accomplish some other way? Because they don't necessarily all lend themselves to a planner or have to be in a planner. I think journaling for me is a separate thing. That's just me. Journaling goes in my journals. They don't go in my planners. But if you do want to have a planner, then you, you need a horizontal lined planner so you could be entering a little bit about each day. But you need to think that out. You need to go through this. And so I'm going to create a little worksheet and it'll be in the, um, on the blog. So if you go to the blog, Life Edit and Design, and and is spelled out A-N-D, uh, lifeeditanddesign.com. I'm not going to ask for your email address. I, I don't care. If you want to subscribe, I would love to have you take very good care of my subscribers, but I'm not going to bribe you with this free handout. So you can go to lifeeditanddesign.com and it'll give you the, the breakdown of this. So it'll give you all the types of planners and give you a chance to do a brain dump. What are all the things that you need to track? Why do you want to track them? What are you trying to do? What, what's your reason for getting a planner? And let me give you an example. Like, um, so maybe you want to do menu planning. Does menu planning belong in your planner or does menu, menu, menu planning belong on your refrigerator? So as you start to think this through and you see so many people with all these great layouts on Instagram, you know, put down the Instagram, step away and think about, all right, what do I want to do? What are the areas of my life I want to work on? And do they have to be planner based or just because they're a plan, could they really just live somewhere else? So I do all my menu planning on this whiteboard that's on my refrigerator. It's so simple and it's in the right spot. When I go to the fridge, there it is, it's in my kitchen. I'm not gonna carry around my planner to the kitchen. And if I need recipes, I'm not gonna go look at my planner. I'm gonna want a recipe book in my kitchen. So does that make sense? You don't need to have everything in your planner. So write down all the things you need or want and then think about whether they're planner based or they're just a plan that might live in some other place. If you're going to do faith-based, think about, okay, is that make all the difference? Is that all you need? Maybe you don't need to be tracking your to-dos and appointments. Maybe you already got a system and you're just gonna get a faith-based planner and kind of work up, okay, this is my theme for the month and then I'm gonna journal about this theme and I'm gonna look for passages that relate to this theme to give me a deeper understanding of the theme. That should stand alone. That should not be mixed in with appointments and to-dos, right? Your mind should be, when I'm using this planner, I am doing this thing. I am focused on this topic and it shouldn't be the frazzly noise of appointments and to-dos if you're focusing on your faith, right? So not so black and white as you might've thought, right? You can't just get one planner and do it all. But on the same hand, you don't wanna have tons of planners. So before you go to the planner store, you need to do this step. What do you wanna plan? And does it need to be in a planner and can it live with other things or not? 
And that, that's really where I want you to start. And the second thing I want you to think about along with your, with your why is kind of, you know, your style. Does your planner need to be functional or does it need to be beautiful? Because they are two different things. If you want a functional planner, you can walk into Staples and get a black and white day planner, day minder, whatever they call it, and be happy. If you want a beautiful planner, then you're gonna wind up in Michaels or Barnes and Nobles looking for something that's pretty. So you're gonna be one style or the other. You're gonna need to be functional, like this thing just needs to work. And I don't have time, I'm not gonna be decorating with stickers. I just wanna know when my appointments are and I wanna keep track of my to-dos, that's it. Or are you really like, if I'm gonna use a planner, it's gotta be pretty. If I'm gonna go in there every day, it's gotta look good. I gotta love touching it and I gotta love looking at it. Neither one is right or wrong. They're completely up to you. Question is, what kind are you? And maybe your faith-based planner slash journal really does need to be pretty, but your appointment book can just be a plain black and white book. Two different purposes, your functional style might be different for those two different things. You see why it gets so complicated? <laughs> you thought this was gonna be easy, but it's not when you're still doing the mental work. Once we get this mental gymnastics out of the way, then it becomes easier. Then you know what you're doing and we can kind of work on that. But this first step is the one that people don't do. Why the heck do you want a planner? <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? If you can get this down, then the rest will come. So this is your assignment. You can go download the handout on lifeatdesign.com and figure out what you're gonna plan, do a brain dump of all the possible things that you could plan or all the reasons why you wanna plan. Get that all down and then start to look at where they overlap and where they should be kept completely separate and where they might not even live on a piece of paper or in a book, but on a whiteboard instead or a note taped to something, whatever. They are definitely thinking, you know, we'll get into our next conversation, we'll be into, you know, digital versus paper and all of that kind of thing. That's all still to come. For right now, it's just why. We're not getting into how, just why do you want to plan? What are you putting in your planner? So that will get you through lesson one. There's your homework. And we'll talk to you again in lesson number two. Thanks so much and have a great day.